Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Pensacola, Florida, it's time for Pensacola Business Radio. Now, here are your Business Radio X hosts. Hey, good morning, everybody. Keith over here broadcasting live from downtown Pensacola. Uh, a little gray and uh, rainy out today, but I have two people that are going to brighten it for me. Yay! <laughs> so, uh, I've got Angela and, uh, um, dude, I seriously almost called you... <laughs> I'm not going to do, right. it. Uh, do it. And, and yeah. Gary uh, here from the hot spots on 59. Do I have to say on 59? Yes. You do. Because yes. otherwise there's a huge part that we'll talk about in a minute. Okay. Well, so I'll let y'all introduce yourselves and tell everybody why we're here. Absolutely. So my name is Angela Grace. I am an attorney in Foley, Alabama, and we really appreciate being able to come over here today, talk to you about our new venture called the hot spot on 59. I'm waiting for like the chorus to break out. Like, oh, oh, 59. 59. <laughs> That's what you need. The jingle. The entourage. Yeah. 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 So, and the reason why 59 is so important is that we have found that 45,000 people per day will be going past our office. Wow. Organically. So all you sign people out there, you should listen up. <laughs> exactly. 45,000 people, really. That's yeah. crazy. 16 million people a year. At what speed? Well, there's a big there? light that they have to stop at. Perfect. <laughs> 30, 30 <laughs> 35 miles an hour. Yeah, I was going to say, petition for that one. Right. Just a couple of speed bumps. Right. So, um, Okay, so what is the hotspot? So, you know, you and I have talked about this before. One of the things that helps urban revitalization is co-working spaces. And, you know, for people who don't know what a co-working space is, it's kind of a, a safe place to start your business, grow your business. And a lot of people call them incubators, but I think that's got more for like high tech mm -hmm. appeal. Uh, certainly we can do tech, but sometimes just straight up entrepreneurs, work from homers, you know, stay at home moms. Somebody just a, wants to get out of the house. Correct. You're tired of like talking to your cat. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, don't tell people about that. <laughs> so you can come to our space and you know, you need the idea exchange. I mean, you want to be around other like-minded people because being an entrepreneur or a small business owner is hard enough. And sometimes your friends and family don't understand what you're doing. Mm -hmm. I, my mother, I think, to this day doesn't understand. Still what I'm looks doing. at me weird. <laughs> why aren't you cooking? Like, I don't know. Why aren't you in the kitchen? And I was exactly. Like, yeah. No. Not happening. You know, and, and people need that exchange. I mean, we need to be able to work together and exchange ideas. And I love the fact one time when, when we were doing all the stuff on the whiteboard in your office, your other office mm -hmm. on the on the uh, the window in the incubator side. Yes. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Right. And and when you get the, you know they say that a, a whole different skill set happens in your brain when you write things down. Yes. And so that sort of whole process is really, really important. So you're around other people that can help you do that and help you flesh out your business. Yeah. So that's cool. Hopefully you have some people in there that will tell you that when it sucks, because I think yes. that's, uh, that's the lawyer's job. The, uh, yeah. The, <laughs> that's the underrated uh, privilege that I get sometimes Correct. to tell people that it's just not going to work. Like I don't mean to pee on your parade and your Wheaties, but it's just not going to work. Right. right? So, which usually does one of two things. It either fires them up and they're like, Oh yeah, watch this. I'll show you. Right. And if they do, then I'm like, good on you. But then, they, or, or they, they cry. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Lots of crying. Cry? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. You're so, so brutal. I'm totally kidding. But you're right. Like, because, uh, you know, prior to being in this space here, we were in a co work style. Um, we were an accelerator instead of an incubator. So, same concept, just a little bit further along in the business model. But it was nice to have people around. 
because it gets very lonely sometimes when Absolutely. you're just doing it by yourself. So well, you're, you're lucky these- you, you get somebody here to, to, you know, throw more work on you. So you're, right. not, you're not alone. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> you know? Well, but, a lot of uh, people do these networking events and, you know, those are great and it's fun to go out and drink beer with your friends and, and network and all that. But really, how much business do you ever generate from networking events? Not much after the first beer, I can tell you that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Probably shouldn't be. Yeah. Legally, you're not supposed to. Uh, <laughs> but just don't try. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay. So this is in Foley. Correct. Which is like a completely new vibe for them, right? Like this, they finally decided like we're going to kick it in gear and yes, we're it, getting jealous of Pensacola doing it. So yes. we're going to try to do it too, right? It used to be the drive through city. So yeah. you would drive from- It was from, like literally two lights, right? Uh, right. Right. Yeah. And on your way to Gulf Shores. Yeah. And so people just didn't stop. The only reason it stopped there is they've had an outlet pulled over. Mall. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> it's a speed trap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's that. But they got a killer outlet mall and that's kind of nice. Yeah. Um, so most people would just go to the outlet mall and then they would go back to the beach. So yeah. Foley is a downtown business community. We actually talked to the president of the city council yesterday and he said their brand is sort of a business community. Right. Whereas, you know, Gulf Shores is the beach and then you've got um, the, the more rural communities mm-hmm. up kind of north where Foley is kind of seen as the business district. Yeah. So they're undergoing a massive revitalization effort similar to what Pensacola saw here yeah. and is still seeing. And we, we're, we're kind of taking a lot out of the, uh, the playbook from how Pensacola yeah. did. Hey, it works. It's a duplicatable model. Is that the right word? Yeah, it's a duplicatable model. So, I mean, all we did was take it from Philly and New York and I'm trying to think of the other cities. Chicago was part of it and I want to say St. Louis was too. So we just, that's where where we've copied it from. In fact, some of the speakers, excuse me, that Quince brought in, one of them was the actual, the guy that did it for Philadelphia, which was pretty cool just to watch firsthand how it took, you know, five, six years, but it totally turned the whole city around. Right. So right. I don't know if the last time you've you ever been to Philly. No, New York though. You should go. It's not the same. Don't eat. It's not even the same sentence. Okay. Right. Fair, <laughs> enough. Fair enough. So, but uh, but it used to be years ago. It was, it was pretty run down. Like it was scary. To, like in the inner city part, it was really kind of tweaky. Which one, Philly or New York? Philly. Oh, well, God. New York's always that way. Yes. But, yes. but Philly was like. I mean, it was like it's you, know, you just. No. He went and saw the Rocky thing. You ran up the stairs and he went back to your hotel room. Right. Right. Now it's this big vibrant community really? where you can walk around and there's open markets and all this stuff and, wow. and it's really got a whole touristy vibe you know because there's so much history wow. there but yeah hmm. I would cool. have never thought that at Philadelphia I went to look there when I wanted to go to college at Penn mm-hmm. it was yeah. a complete scary place yeah I did so I did my um, uh, culinary uh, internship there for uh, Morrison's and it was at Penn mm-hmm. whatever the, the the one that's connected to the hospital what is that Penn State Penn? no University of Pennsylvania yeah that one and uh, Ivy League yeah it was, yeah, it was pretty cool Impressive. Yeah. You know, I was just there for food. So I wasn't in the Ivy League. But, I, you know, guilty by association, <laughs> yeah, right. right? You so, get the yeah. sweatshirt and you yeah. still claim it. Exactly. I do have the hoodie, so. That's right. Um, okay, so you are the only co-workspace in Foley, correct? That's correct. Yeah. That's correct. And it's kind of cool. So we have four quadrants in our building. So our building is, what, 4,000 uh, 4, square 4, feet? 4,800 square feet. 4,800. All right. And so, so Gary helped on the real estate side. Um, he'll talk about his business in a second because he's one of the tenants there. But what's cool is we have four quadrants. So we have the professional services quadrant in the front. So that would be legal accounting and potentially insurance. We have a retail retail and e-commerce space um, also in the front, which is going to get some nice um, visibility from the foot traffic. And then in the back, we have event space, which is pretty nice. It's a little unfinished, so it's a bit sort of edgy. Yeah. And then we're going to do a consignment store because since we can use our studio space to stage products, mm-hmm. um, we can also do an, a, a, a sort of another version of e-commerce, Facebook Marketplace, that yeah. kind of thing, eBay, uh, to launch other um, sales 
out of the end. So we can basically monetize all four quadrants. Yeah. And then when the lease is up on the other building, which is kind of next to ours, but not mm-hmm. exactly within the initial structure, right. that lease comes up in June and then we'll have an actual co-working space. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> That's right. right. These art people. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, uh, Okay, so when you do actually get the physical, do you know how many offices or spots or people you're going to be able to fit? I think we could probably do, what, 20? Yeah, maybe? roughly 20. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, hopefully incubate them out of there into the greater Foley business community mm-hmm. because right now there's it's a very business-friendly environment. Mm-hmm. The city council and the city itself is very... Um, there's lots of room like, to grow. Correct. Right, there's old buildings that are ready correct. to be taken over. And, and, and they recognize that. Right. And they and want incentives that. for it. So. Oh, yeah. Tons. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And just support. I mean, generally, you know, there's they, they kind of get it. They want to keep. In fact, what was the demographic that we, we talked about? What was the? Uh, yeah, the lowest demographic besides uh, 85 and up, which is understandable, is uh, 20 to 35. So they're really desperate to find a way to keep those yeah. people in there because they usually go to Atlanta. So what is that? That's millennials? And millennials, right. Yeah. Right. And then whatever's next, uh, Z. Yeah. Or they got some weird name for the next one. Yeah. Something, mm-hmm. something odd. Probably going to be like the iGen or something. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And tell them what's happening to like people that, that you're growing up with. Right. Where you're so, from. Oh, because yeah. you're in that category, right? right. Uh, <laughs> you're on, yeah. the, you're on the, the uh, higher end of the millennial spectrum. Oh, right. Yeah. So actually, no. And I'm kind of on the lower. I, I try not to stitch myself with millennials. Uh-oh. Uh, I'm I don't know, man. They're not all getting a bad rep. Ah, eh, true. I'm, I'm a Z, though, technically. So I'll stick with my group. But okay. um, what I've noticed is a lot of them really don't know what to do. Because it's, it, I mean, in the day of technology, a lot mm-hmm. of information overload. So a lot of them kind of want to leave and go to bigger colleges or cities uh, because they they don't know where to work in their hometown besides a blue, you know, blue collar nine to five, mm-hmm. you know, minimum wage job. And they don't want to do that uh, because it's a lot more uh, accessible to be an entrepreneur nowadays. And uh, they just don't see it happening in their local area. Right. And I didn't either, which is why uh, I went to the Citadel for a year. Um, mainly, I mean, I was completely different. I was actually going to go in the army, but I, nothing was really offered anyway. Right. So I went in and went army, army, army. And then I came out and, uh, I mean, biggest thing I learned there besides leadership, discipline, uh, you know, <laughs> how to get away from leadership, was how to yeah, run right, fast, run, right. Uh, was, so, <laughs> uh, the price of the college. Yeah. That was the biggest thing. So, yeah. um, I came back and, uh, I wanted to take a year off, kind of focus on this area. And then I met Angela and, uh, she kind of pitched the concept to me and we were looking for a space and we found one and, um, how'd therapy work out for you? Uh, it was all right. It was all right. So I, I, I went to right. culinary school in Charleston, so I'm, I'm fully aware of the Citadel oh, yeah. and how it operates and stuff. Oh, yeah. It's a little different on the inside, I'm sure, but <laughs> yeah, staring from the outside, it's a little scary. Right, right. Can't I can't tell you too much about what goes on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what happens if the Citadel stays right, in the Citadel? That's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Um, so yeah, we came back and, uh, I mean, started launching this and a lot of people my age started asking me, you know, Hey, how'd you make this jump, this change? Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it's all really thanks to the concept of the co-working space, which I, it's a proven concept. I'm a testimonial. Right. So, uh, yeah, people are just looking for a place to stay. So. Did you did you find, like, you said when you, you went down the entrepreneurial road, like, was it an epiphany kind of, or was it like, I just don't know what I want to do, so I'm going to do what I want to do, as opposed to, like, did you find a career path that worked for you, or did you say, I'm going to go ahead and create one? Right. So, uh, like I said, I was all, all about the army. Nobody could tell me otherwise. And, uh, I read the book, I'm sure you're familiar with rich dad, poor dad. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd always thought about, you know, I wanted to be wealthy, but then I kind of brainwashed myself into saying, you know, you have to be born in that. You have to have privileges. And, uh, I read that book and I kind of like, I guess saw behind the curtain per mm-hmm. se. 
And uh, from there, it was just, you know, I want to go ahead and start pursuing and doing my own thing. So I started listening to Grant Cardone on real estate. That's mm-hmm. really my passion is real estate investing. And uh, it just kind of went from there. I, I mean, it was an epiphany. After I read that book, the day after, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm kind of done here. Yeah. I, I want to do what I want to do and uh, have fun making money. Yeah. If you're going to fail, it might as well be something you love, right? Right. Correct. Yeah. So uh, out of out of all the guys you listen to, who do you like the most? Do you like Grant Cardone the most? Absolutely. Or, yeah. Absolutely. Have you branched out into the other ones like Gary Vee or, yeah, I've or Tony to Gary Robbins? Yeah, i and Tony Robbins, but... Um, Simon I think, Sinek or... Yeah. Uh, sometimes. I love Simon yeah. Sinek. Yeah. Simon Sinek's pretty good, but I think Cardone, he really speaks to exactly what I want to do, like multifamily specifically yeah. and how to get there. And that's just... Hey, he just, he's he more can talk, man. I'll oh. tell you what, he's got a silver tongue. That's for sure. Oh, no, he's very aggressive. He's very smooth. <laughs> very yeah. Aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> he's almost like, it's almost one of those. Um, and so back in the culinary world, when I was there, um, salespeople were like the last person I ever wanted to see come through the kitchen. Right. Right. But he was so aggressive that you're like, dude, I'll buy something just so you go away. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Right? So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So, so these are like the new thing that's happening now, right? Co-work spaces everywhere. We've got uh, like six or seven here, right? Um, do you see any competition yet? Does anybody else come on no, your radar? No, because the problem is, you know, people are still looking at, you know, opening up a business in a very old school way, right? So mm-hmm. that means you have to go find a place to rent. You've got to put furniture in it. You've got to put a phone yeah. line in it. You've got to sign a lease for a year. And then, you know, after any money's left over, then you have to do marketing. And then, yeah. then you have to get the lawyers and the legal and the accounting and stuff. So people have just gotten tired of that and they and they can't afford it. Because, yeah, they're broke before they even start. Correct. And right. you know the statistics. You know, mm-hmm. nine out of every ten businesses will fail. And they fail for pretty much that reason. They're undercapitalized. They don't have time to devote to sales because they're too busy mm-hmm. messing with the the admin side. And then they don't get the proper professional support. Mm-hmm. So at a at a discount, which is so one they're doing the everything instead of what yeah. they're good at. Exactly. So they'll fail and, and it's very it's very demoralizing. So they lose their mojo, they lose their momentum and then they don't know what to do. So we kind of have flipped that and said, okay, your startup cost is going to minimal. Your support is going to be maximized and you'll have a place where you can have an ongoing dialogue about sales because that's really the bottom right. line. If you don't have sales, you don't have income, right. you don't have income, you have no business. Yeah. So that whole model is different, but it, there's, bit of a, there's been a bit of a learning curve even with the younger generation because they don't know the business side. So like the older folks know how to run a business, mm-hmm. but it's always a bricks and mortar business. Right. And so they're, they're fearful or at least skeptical of the concept yeah. where the younger people, they want it. They understand the concept, but they have no idea how to run a business. Right. So you kind of need to provide both. And so the competition, it takes a lot. It's, it's really heavy on the mentoring side. And nowadays, a lot of people just don't even bother with the mentoring side yeah. because they're too busy doing their thing. Well, and I would think if you did have competition directly, then good for you because if there's room for two then that means that something's going right right yes. like i had no idea we had seven six i think it's six or seven right here that have all popped up in the last three years wow. you know so are they all the same like are um they, no like or? like collabs a, a, an accelerator so you usually are one to two years in on your business already okay. you still getting discounted sort of rates for for rent and stuff and you still get business coaching and things like that but it's wrapped up in the florida economic development side of things okay so you have a, an incentive to you have to fit certain criteria. Your money has to come from outside of the state so that you're bringing, you know, new money in. And then like co-work is like you guys, which mm-hmm. is, which is just shared office space, but then you can sort of get that collaborative feel that's to it. That's where you were. No, no, no. I was at Colab. Okay, so co-work's okay. the one that's on Palafox. Gotcha. And it's uh, it's really nice too. If you haven't been there, in fact, when we're done here, if you haven't yeah. been, we'll go walk over and take a look at it because okay. I think you'll like it. Um, and then there's workspace, which is same thing and then there's another one that's starting to open called the open office which okay. is again it's uh it's like halfway between 
um, co-work and like a Regis. Right. So it's got a little bit of more high end kind of feel to it. Right. Um, where you can just do the daytime thing and bring in your clients from the airport or something like that and do gotcha. your meeting and, and then move on. And then there's like three more and they're all, wow. they all have their own little kind of vibe or whatever. But, um, for the most part, they all facilitate the same thing, an easy way to get your business started, surround yourself with others that are doing the same thing. Right. And, and then those experts that are in that field that hang out in this is you've got some resources, right, you know, right. somebody to point you in the right direction. I think that's the biggest thing that well, helps. One of the things we're, we're really doing now is we are going global. So what we realize is that, I mean, like my Instagram following is probably a, at least a third, if not 40% international followers. Yeah. So we don't need to limit ourselves to Foley, Alabama. Yeah. I mean, that's sort of the, the pinpoint on the map, yeah. but we are now going into multi-time zones, multi-cultures, because the one thing good about the U.S. is that we export this kind of product all over the world, right. and so sometimes it's easier to make you know more money in mm -hmm. other places, China and Russia yeah. and India, than it is right here in Pensacola. So. Yeah. So, so we're definitely kind of teaching people how to do the global and how to, how to accept I think you kind of have to because there's only so many people in Foley that you could sell stuff to, right? right, right I mean, what's correct. the population? What's uh, the actual number? 18,000, I believe. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so I think Destin has like 16,000. So, right. yeah, that's a, and that's small. You know, right. Yeah. right. Like everybody knows everybody. And college <laughs> yeah. campuses are very, very hot. We're getting a lot of, I guess, mostly because you just got out of college. But I mean, we're getting a lot of interest from college because mm -hmm. people are wanting to start a side gig while they're finishing school, yeah. Yeah. mostly to pay for their debt yeah. <laughs> from school, right. um, but also to learn those skills before they get into the business world. Because yeah. you really get, need to. The learning curve is huge. Um, there's a reason why nine out of every 10 businesses fail. And yeah. if you can avoid some of those pitfalls and you have a better chance. There of is a reason why we call it a disease. <laughs> so you know who else will be a pretty good pool for you is the military. Oh yeah. Because um, they're all looking for a side gig to funnel their funds. Mm -hmm. um, so that for those that stay in the military and their pay starts getting decent, they usually have some, some form of side gig to, to keep, taxes and all that stuff straight gotcha. that also helps them with moving. I forget how it all goes, but it's basically there to give them some padding. Right. But it also, when you got downtime or if you get furloughed or there's all that uncertainty being in the military that they, they kind of have to plan for it. And then they teach it that way. So like the actual commanding officers, they, they have classes and stuff that teaches you That's great. when you're done, you know, while you're doing this, you also need to be doing this so that, and so I think everybody's like required to have some kind of side gig. That's great. So tap into that for sure. That's great. Um, how seen, do you, how do you find them? I mean, that's, it's such a massive network. I mean, um, where would they, what I think would be the search terms that they would look for? Like, uh, I don't know, but well, Google, Google can tell us what the search terms would be for sure. We can mm -hmm. look that up. But like here locally, you go to like a USO event or go stick a flyer on the USOs or, um, luckily we've got the base here and I've got a couple connections, so it's right. very easy to get on base and go right. see one of their functions or something like that, or go to a, a, a wing ceremony or what are they call when they put the thing on your chest? What's it called? Uh, Hazing. Graduation. Yeah. Not painful. So, uh, you can't use that word, right? Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, but you know, there's, there's bound to be something and I mean, you're not that far away from us military wise. I'm sure yeah. there's, there's gotta be well, some and I mean, that's a good connection. point too. Cause one of the things that nobody teaches in the military, probably least of all is just straight up business skills. Mm -hmm. You know, where do you learn how to run a business mm -hmm. if you've never run a business before? Yeah. And if you're in the military or in college or whatever, you're just not, a, not going to get those skills. I mean, yeah. you were able to run a restaurant. That's a big business with actually really low margins. So that's yeah. probably, that was trial by fire for sure. Oh, uh, absolutely. And you can probably tell us what not. To and do. it was very <laughs> military, militaristic. So, <laughs> you know, what's cool too, is that, um, uh, when you get to the, 
if you took some of the stuff in the military and you applied it to business, right? Like you would dominate. Absolutely. You really would. If you took sort of that teamwork mentality and that that like it's a life or death kind of thing and it doesn't matter who's in control just as long as we're all going communicating. I mean, like if you took those principles and applied them, holy right. cow, right. you would excel like crazy. Right. Because most people don't. So I think I'm going to write a book. It's like everything I learned. How to run a business I learned in a kitchen. Yeah. I'm telling you, I think that's my awesome. next talk. <laughs> so, Well, Gary, you need to tell them kind of some things that you thought you knew about it and then then learned quickly that you had no idea. <laughs> right. <laughs> what it was really yeah. like. So it turns out uh, my generation doesn't know everything. I, I, no, I, yeah, you're not right. entitled to it either. <laughs> yeah, Imagine I, that. Yeah, what do you know? Uh, See, we're doing better. I know, right? <laughs> right. Jeez. <laughs> so you got to tell the other 400 million? <laughs> I will do my best. Um, so originally, uh, I actually put a deal together when I got back in August. It was a multifamily apartment complex, 37 units. And I was, you know, I was feeling good about myself. I ran the numbers, used Grant Cardone's methods, everything. Mm-hmm. The f- biggest... Uh, challenge I found out really quickly is you need to actually talk to other people Mm -hmm. to get the deal done. So I had it all lined up. I had it in a nice format and, uh, you're all dressed up and nowhere to go. Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, I, I had it ready to go and I just didn't know, I didn't know anything about talking to, uh, the council, uh, like finding a right lawyer for it Mm -hmm. and any, any of the aspects of it that had people involved, I didn't have, I had the numbers, I had the concept, I had everything except the people part. And I had no idea who to talk to, Mm -hmm. no idea how to reach him. And that, I mean, it was like hitting a brick wall. So that's a big, so it it shut it down completely, huh? Uh, yes. Until, like I said, I, uh, met Angela and her co-working space (laughs) concept. And from there it just, I mean, it streamed on and now it's, uh, on the table for a $35 million fund. So yeah. it's, it's on the fast track go. to getting it secured. See what happens when you ask? That's right. That's right. That's so, it. Uh, yeah. If, for all, my, all the people out there at my age, uh, get off your phones and actually look up and talk to people once yeah. in a while. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, all right. So where was, uh, aside from meeting Angela, where was the first place that you went to go look for information or did you wise up to that? Right. So the first place I really went I mean, I kind of tried to go off what Cardone said, and he always said talk to you, but he didn't really get very specific. Mm-hmm. So I went and I, uh, I mean, I looked for some lawyers in the area. I had a really tough time, believe it or not, finding a lawyer. You know, usually they're knocking at your door, but mm-hmm. well, they're not uh, entrepreneurial friendly. Yeah, right. They're right. lawyers. They're not yeah. business they're people. They're there to get you when you mess up. Correct. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not set you up for success, right? Yeah, yeah. that's correct. So uh, <laughs> I just I searched around. And I, I mean, I, I was kind of getting down, and uh, right about that time though, when I, I was kind of like getting ready to put it on the side and maybe I don't even know what I was thinking about doing maybe doing some smaller deals uh that again I met Angela and she uh, put me in front of the right people and like I said it's on its way to yeah getting closed so yeah so I think that's your number one thing is to remember is to be resourceful right absolutely don't be afraid to go outside of your comfort zone and talk to people you have to you, you have to you're, yeah. you're not gonna yeah what is, well, it, what is it everything you ever wanted is on the other side of fear right right yeah. right and the other thing is, you know, you got to be real careful in those early stages of who you talk to and yeah. who you surround yourself with. And I mean, yeah. you and I have had this experience, you know. Yes, we've surrounded ourselves with the wrong people at times. Torpedo everything that yeah. you're doing, and then they will fill you with doubt, and they will make you second guess yourself. Yeah, and, and the worst thing that could happen is get your confidence shaken. If if that's if that starts to go, you're you're done. Right. You just bail out and go regroup. Right. right. And then because everybody goes back to the programming, right? You know, yep. go to college get the job, uh, work for a hundred years and then die. <laughs> yeah, I could talk for hours on, <laughs> on how that's not going to work anymore. Yes. Yeah. But we are so, so programmed. Like that's the message. You know what the, the, well, okay. So some of that's changing. And then, um, I've been talking to Thank some God. people, uh, who are doing, uh, who are actually teaching the entrepreneurialism. That's a big word in 
it's a college course setting now. So like UWF has its own Center for Entrepreneurship. Some of these other people, I, I interviewed some, uh, we did a podcast series where I was just talking to people all over the world. And two of them were coaches and professors at different universities. And that's what they taught. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty cool to hear them talk about teaching this kind of stuff. So at least that if you were going to go to college and you were going to come out in debt, then at least you had a, a basic idea of how to do this as an entrepreneur and that it wasn't just, it wasn't just go own your own small business. It was like create jobs for other people and create something bigger than yourself kind of thing. So it's slowly changing, right? It takes time. Right. right. But, um, I told my kids, you don't have to go to college. I mean, I want you to, cause it's a great experience. If you make well, it's it out not alive. going anywhere. That's, right. that's what I've learned yeah. is that you can go to college at any time in your life. Yeah. Yeah. If you want that paper on the wall. Yep. You can go at any time. Yeah. I mean, and I now, that, now that they can graduate. do, they can study so much, so many other subjects. Right. But, right. But I told them, I was like, you know, at the end of the day, all that really matters is that your stuff's better than the next person's. Right. And if you got a laptop, you got a shot. Right. So even if you don't have a laptop, you got a shot. Mm. Go to the library, use theirs. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, um, okay. So, What's it cost to be a, a member or part of like, cause we keep talking about right. how it's low in and it's friendly for beginners, but. Right. So right now we are going to set up, um, the virtual side, which is really, we're going to, we're forming sort of the, we call it the community. So you can go on Facebook and join our group. And the, the, right now we're having an introductory rate of 50 bucks a month and that will give you access to the concept. We'll have weekly info uh, podcasts or, or seminars that we will produce right directly from our space. And then we will also have larger events. So we are, we're planning an event in the first quarter of next year where we will have coaching and speaking and interaction. So that'll be kind of what you get on the virtual side. If you do need the office space, we are looking because we have that one lease that isn't coming up for a while and we may, we may get them out earlier if they, cause it's really not suitable. If they violate, them. no, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> we're watching you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but otherwise, you know, right now we're doing the virtual because we're trying to build our community. Because what we realized is that, you know, people can still go to Starbucks and sit there with their laptop and their headphones. Right. And But it's the community resources that we provide is going to be the most important, whether you have the bricks and mortar location mm-hmm. or not. Because actually after 20 people will be full anyway, even once we get the space. Mm-hmm. So our bigger purpose is to get a virtual community built up and also interact and find out what, what are people experiencing in the marketplace? What are they, what are the challenges? What are the issues? use, what kinds of information do they need? And so we want to interact pretty heavily on the front end with people uh, who are in the, in the space and kind of figure out what we need, how we need to modify our message and, dis- and then disseminate the message. Yeah. And it looks like, well, uh, what should happen naturally is that you'll have entrepreneurs that will move in that will provide services that every other entrepreneur usually ends up needing, that's like the media point. and marketing and yeah. like legal, like you said. So yeah, that's the ultimate networking is when you're part of the community, your community yeah. is vetted and also now informed. So you can actually, you know, get business from them and send business their way yeah. So because you know that they know that they're what they're doing. Yeah. It's huge. Um, getting somebody to send you business is a really good feeling <laughs> because you're like, Oh dude, thank you. Right. right? Like, okay, I'm doing something right. <laughs> well, and it's still relationship driven. I yeah. mean, people want to do business with people they know and people they like, like no interest. So, I mean, because you can go online and I mean, you guys have a different perspective. So, so like there's the, the app called Fiverr, right? Which is awesome. Right. And, yeah. but most of those people are what coming out of India or something. Yeah. Where? I don't really know. Them. We don't really <laughs> well, I mean, but, th- but, but, your generation, uh, Z or millennials or wherever you want to put yourself today, sure. had that when you started, right? So we didn't. So we yeah. so we are weary of it to an extent, and we don't use it as easily. 
one because I don't have the patience for it because right. I like the person, the inter- interaction, people to people. But for for your generation, like that's the norm, right? right? So the first time they need to get something done, they go contract it out. That's correct. And and I've seen some good work come up. In fact, I've used a couple people from there, and, yeah. it, and it's come out back. I mean, it's come back good. But you don't realize that it's the same thing, just on a different platform. Right. Like it really is the same chamber meeting or the same networking yeah. where you where you've got 20 30 businesses and you're going to pick up the phone and call somebody right right so yeah, gary loves the chamber <laughs> big fan yeah <laughs> you need a red jacket you need a red jacket <laughs> not, a <laughs> not a fan not a fan not a big fan why why what what happened oh, how can man. how could the chamber improve your experience there you go as spoken as a true That's ambassador it. yeah how could the chamber improve your experience <laughs> if they were a little bit more involved and uh didn't ha- really have a mafia mentality <laughs> yeah. really i mean because I mean, some of the stuff that we're trying to get access to, you have to be a, you know, in the chamber, you have to be like mm-hmm. it's required. And I, I just, I don't really see the value add from them. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm not particularly big on mm-hmm. that group. So. You know why people write bylaws? Why's that? So you can change them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, and, and so I hear you because there was a time in, uh, here in Pensacola where fear ran everything more than anything else and nobody wanted to let go of any of the information because then it meant that that somebody was going to take my job or somebody was going to build something better or whatever and instead of realizing that it all went to the hole there was that whole pigeonhole mentality like the pie was getting smaller when it really just gets bigger right. and, and so I was like you and was like dude this is not doing anything it's just costing me money it's stupid right but then I got into the chamber and really started participating. And then I just, just joined the ambassador stuff. And so now you've got some leeway into, if this is how politicians and, and, and what's that, what are they called? Not, pay not, to play. Uh, well, it's not really pay to play. I mean, I, I'm putting my money where my mouth is, right? I'm, I'm putting my efforts into something. I, I'm giving them my time. I'm trying to direct it. So I haven't spent a dime on trying to lobby. That's the word I'm looking for. Oh, yeah, lobby. I'm trying to lobby somebody for anything. But, you know, things are going on. You got a voice. You know, you can't. You can't change anything if you don't have a seat at the table. Yeah. Right. right. Fair so, enough. And I think so. as long as you can, you know, as, as one of the things I teach in a lot of small businesses, is you've got to balance your time and your resources. Yeah. So if you have limited time and limited resources, which you do if you're an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. where is the highest and best use of both? And so if you're getting a value add, if you say, okay, I'm going to go all in on the chamber, then you're going to get a lot out mm-hmm. of it. But if you sort of dabble in this and dabble in that and spread yourself too thin, then you will be yeah. frustrated and you're not going to get anything and you're going to be broke. Yeah. Pick two or three and go with it and leave yeah. the rest for the rest. Yeah. And right. that's a lot. What I see at the beginning stages is a lot of people don't sit down and think about really kind of a business plan and what kind of, what kind of game plan do I have? What are my benchmarks? How long is this going to take? Mm-hmm. When is it going to monetize? When it's not monetizing, where am I going to get the money from to stay yeah. afloat? You know, those are things that, that are kind of not fun to talk about, but if you don't, you're not going to be in business very long. By the way, those are not things that are in your normal computer style business plan either. Correct. Right? So those are, that's a train wreck waiting to happen. Correct. Um, Correct. Go do a professional business plan with like, like here we have the Haas Center for, um, I don't know, it's Center for something. But anyway, they do, they will literally at UWF, you can go in there, you can throw down your idea, you can tell them what you want to do, and they will do all the research for you. Wow. As part of their curriculum, you get it for free, but they have, university access to data which is fantastic right it's huge and they have the small business development center which is a huge asset too right so anybody that has one of those next to you that's first resource by all means in fact i'd probably go there before i went to the chamber right just just because they have where are they located so the one well we luckily here in pensacola we have the state office okay which was in the studer building the big sun trust building i think they're still there okay 
Um, and then we also have the local office, which is at UWF. Right. So you've got the university tied into it as well as the state office, which mm -hmm. has all the other, I think there's like 76 in the state of Florida. Right. Centers that they all connect now. But the Haas Center is like, it's, it was deliberately designed for economic development and data. So they will just go, I mean, even for you guys, like if you guys went down there with this thing right. and, and they could give you everything you needed to, to have demographic wise. Well, what's cool about University of West Florida is if you're a resident of Alabama, you mm -hmm. can actually go there in-state tuition. Yeah. So they don't, they, they're trying to encourage students, you know, yeah. from across the border. So that's really I good. think USA has a decent business school down there too. Right. I and mean, that's not far from you guys, is it? Uh, mm. University, yeah, South Alabama. Yeah. That's a mobile. Yeah. So right. not that, have well. you seen the universities really embrace these co-working spaces? Cause I've got mixed results. I've seen, that. well, I've seen UWF embrace all of it and that's just because they have the center for entrepreneurship there. And of right. course that's being, that was spearheaded by the man himself. So, right. you know, for him to be connected with all of it, right. it's just kept the flow. So yes, I've seen UWF, I've seen UWF just embrace a lot like by leaps and bounds because they're just really doing the right thing and they're a good university. Right. PSC, I've seen grab a hold of a couple things, but I'm not as active in that mm -hmm. environment as I was in the UWF and the entrepreneurship stuff. So I, don't, I couldn't really tell you if it was less or more, but I mean, I've gotten good feedback from them and That's I've gone good. to tons of events there. I mean, they're constantly doing something to educate people and, and right. be part of the community. So well, Pensacola, I think is really trying hard. I mean, of all the communities that I've kind of seen, I think yeah. they're really trying to get it together. And like you said, once the once the mafia was the old regime. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's the truth. I mean, they either, Take they some, either yeah. died or they were no longer in power right. or they got caught. Right. <laughs> and so, I mean, it's the truth. And, and then luckily we were in the right age and right mindset to just jump in. Right. And we decided to make a change. You know? Well, that's the plan. So, so we're going to go across the border and give you some competition here. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, there is no competition. It's, I mean, honestly, I welcome all of it. I mean, yeah. You know, all good things start with a conversation and the ideas are in the room. You just got to ask the right questions, right? Absolutely. So, yep. The more, the, the more, the merrier. Okay. So if I want to know any more information, if I want to get in touch with you, if I want to give you some tips on joining the chamber, like where do I go? Well, you have our, let's see, did, did you do a screenshot of that? No, but I'm, I'll put these links. You can post that. Okay, yeah. yeah. So right now we're um, we're active on Facebook because we want to do some events and start building up our weekly event space. And then we, um, we're we going to build a website, but we, we don't know if it's better to do a YouTube channel first. So we're kind of toying with that. We're actually going to talk about that when we're done. Yeah, we're going to be interviewing <laughs> right. our media expert this afternoon, mm -hmm. um, his office, to kind of get some insight there. Because, you know, I mean, we're kind of right on the, the verge of are people still reading anything? If so, what are they reading? Or mm -hmm. we or should you should you invest in, in video over written word or mm -hmm. how do you manage? I'm not, I'm not sure I completely know the answer to that at, at the moment. Cause I think it's transitioning in a big way. Mm -hmm. And also because you're legal. Correct. And that's what you're good at. That's right. <laughs> Stay in your lane. That's right. <laughs> right? So I'd like to read stuff. But you're going to have to remind her of this now yeah. every once in a while. Cause yeah. it's just what, you know, this is what you're good at. These are the three things you're good at. Stick to those. Right. So, um, okay. So when you do have a website, do you, have you bought the URL? I believe so. I think we have uh, the domain name. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've got it reserved. It's going to be yeah. the hotspot on 59.com. Okay. Dot com. Dot com. Right. Perfect. Yeah. You should get .co, .tv, get all those. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so if they want to get in touch with you guys now, do you have a phone number or anything they can call? Uh, yes, they can call 251-243-2920. That's a brave guy right there. Yeah. 
I've, I've got it under control. It's going to ring. <laughs> That's fine. Make sure you answer it. <laughs> I, I, I've got it. As long as uh, they don't sound like a robot in the beginning, I won't hang up too yeah, quickly. Yeah, right. <laughs> they tell you it's the IRS. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Gift right. cards, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so. you a tax refund coming. Awesome. All right, well, thank you guys for coming in today. Absolutely. So I'm we'll uh, wrap up here, here. And, uh, and then we'll go we'll go talk to Dave and see what's up. So, guys, you can find us at Picola, uh X on Twitter. You can find us at Picola Radio X on Facebook, or you can find us on our webpage at Pensacola dot businessradiox.com or on our businessradiox.live link where you can watch us live and hear us live. This has been Pensacola Business Radio where business is good and your work matters. Mm-hmm.